Okay, how's this sound? It's good. It's going to get. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Woods Water Mizzou Podcast. Here comes Skier, and along with me tonight is just Case. How are you doing? I'm great. Case, uh, our buddy Cole is has some family stuff going on right now, and so they're in our thoughts and prayers. Uh, everything is good right now, but that's all we're going to say on that. But we are continuing our summer in front of the fan, and tonight we have two special guests, but we're going to start off with the one and the only 2010 Mizzou graduate, uh, I think Big Game Boomer's favorite Mizzou fan on Twitter. Uh, he ranked you like somewhere in the top 50 like college full analysts as well. <laughs> oh, okay, I was number 100, and... Uh, it was like three spots below, like um, Des Howard or something. Yeah, like, like college game day people. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, my friends were laughing, and anytime they say anything about, they're like, those lists are so dumb. And I was like, guys, I'm at number one hundred on this list. I'm like, do not try to take this away from me. Also, yeah, one no, third, like- one third of the Mizzou That's Who podcast. One and Maggie Johnson. Anybody hasn't figured out who you are by now. Oh, hi guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. For sure. Um all right, so let's let's jump into it. I know you got things to do tonight. Uh Maggie, how did you become a Mizzou fan? Because if I recall correctly, you're not from a Mizzou family. No, I am not from a Mizzou family. And the weird thing is is I can't even like put like a moment on it. So I was actually raised 50% Buckeye. My dad is from Columbus, Ohio. I, my mom is, I was born in Omaha. So that side of my family are all Cornhuskers. So we actually have season tickets to Cornhusker games even still now. So if I wanted to go to a Cornhusker game, I could go basically anytime I wanted to. So I don't even remember the exact moment that it was that I was like, I got to go um, to Mizzou. I mean, I knew when I stepped on campus that I wanted to be a, a Missouri Tiger, but it was later. It wasn't – some people laugh because, like, their parents, you know, took them to games when they were young, and they were like, oh, uh, I was born into it. No, I chose this nightmare of a fandom. Like, I chose <laughs> – like, you know, I chose to be a fan of the a fifth down team. I chose – like, I chose this, um, and people laugh about that too. But, you know, I, I did, I watched like Corby play and, you know, I watched Kareem Rush and Arthur Johnson play and all of that. And I, I just think I fell in love with them and just being in Missouri, which is kind of crazy because we talk about this a lot. You know, I talk to you guys a lot about this, about like being in state and trying to keep guys in state, like keep athletes in state. And I don't know how you can be from Missouri or like live in Missouri and like go to Mizzou and not want to be a part of that. Like, because that's what happened to me is I grew up and I, I mean, most of my life I lived in Missouri and I went there and I just knew I had to be a part of it. Oh, absolutely. I like, love you said that because like, I'm the exact same way. Like, I grew up here. Like, I, you know, we, we learn about the Missouri capital and we do stuff night when you're growing up as a kid. Like, this is your state. This is your home. You got to, you know, support your team. I totally understand that. Um, All right. So we got the basis. No. Hey, wait. You said your family is Husker season ticket holders, but you're a new Tiger season ticket holder, right? I am. You decided to ball out? Yes, I decided. I do not even know what happened. So, I mean, obviously, I go to games a lot 
It's not like I just like don't go to games. Um, I go to games a lot and sometimes I buy tickets, sometimes I'm given tickets. It's kind of like a nice like middle ground to be in. But it was like the other day and I was just sitting at work and I don't even know what happened. I, I donate to Ever True Tiger Foundation. I donate to um to the Tiger Scholarship Fund. And I was like, there's some really good home games this year. And I should probably start looking at tickets. And then I was like, man, tickets are kind of expensive. Why don't I just get season tickets? And I just did it. It was like <laughs> within, I don't know. And I got great seats and now I'm just like, they're just in my phone and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And all my friends were like, oh my gosh, you just pulled it. Can I go to this game with you? Can I do this with you? And now like all my friends are like stoked. And I'm like, what? I've been trying to get you guys to go to games with me for years. So Yeah, no, it's yeah. as soon as you have tickets just in your phone, they're way more eager to go and they don't got to buy one. Well, no, yeah. it's a lot of fun. And you're right. They um, Tickets are expensive, but the season ticket plans from Mizzou Athletics are really affordable, right? Like Insanely, because yeah. um, part of each ticket goes to the Tiger Scholarship Fund anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, it counts as a donation. Yep. So, I mean, you're not even fully paying for the ticket itself. You're yeah. donating to, you know, a, a good cause. So, I mean. And what's cool is even, like, it's a small donation is they act like you're a full, like, they act like you're, like, one of the biggest boosters in Missouri. <laughs> and they give you a handwritten note every year. They send you a Christmas card. Like, like I, I sit up in the upper deck, and which is the cheapest seat possible. Um, but, like, they still give me, like, a really nice Christmas card signed by DRF. And, like, I get, like, all this wild stuff. And I'm like, guys, I think I do, like, 100 bucks a year. Like, But <laughs> it's cool. They, they treat like, me like I'm a big shot. It's great. I'm already getting, like, personal emails. And, like, I'm talking to people about parking. And they're just treating me like I've done so much for them. I was talking to my friend that's an Alabama fan. And I was like, oh, I just got season tickets. And she's like, must be nice. I've been on the wait list for 13 years. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> Well, when we finally get it turned around and we're good, you're going to be like a low number. you be like, yeah, I'm a real one. Check this shit I know, exactly. out. <laughs> and that was another thing, too, is I'm like, the amount of times now we're going to be playing teams like Alabama and OU and the you know, Auburn and things at home, it's like, why would you not get the tickets now yeah. while you're going to be able to? Because those Absolutely. teams, they travel so well. It's just, to me, it's just worth it. So, it's interesting to say that, and we're on tangent, but this whole show is about going on tangents and just letting them go where they go. Um, one of my best friends uh, lives here. He, um, he worked for the Memphis Grizzlies, and he came to Kansas. He worked for Sporting Kansas City. That's where I met him. I used to work for them. And um, he since moved on, but he had his cousin. He's from Florida. His cousin from Florida came up here, and he's like, hey, you're up here. Let's go see, us. Let's go see some sports. It was uh, fall, Chiefs were on the road, uh, Royals were out of town. So your choices were Mizzou was playing Florida and uh, Sporting Kansas City was playing a playoff game. And he's like, we got a playoff game over here. We can drive down to Columbia. They at least something. You can go down there. And he's like, it's because he has to see football. Like, SEC football, obviously, I'm going to choose that over soccer. And, like, I think we get diluted because, like, it's Mizzou. We're kind of used to it. But, like, we're seeing, like, the top-tier college football every weekend for a really affordable price. Like... That's part of my pitch why we need to fill the stadium up more is like, dude, this is like, this is the good stuff. Like, this isn't like, you know, what I'm trying to say here. This isn't like Mountain West football. This is, you know, the good high end stuff. So, yeah, you're right. You got stick package. And besides like a few games, you're, hell, we're even getting K State at home this year. Like, there is some killer games throughout. You're getting high quality football for all that package. And you're still seeing, I mean, I've seen Johnny Manziel play football. And I mean, obviously, he didn't, nothing really panned out in the NFL. But we've seen players 
great NFL players play in your stadium. Oh I mean, yeah. Even for our like for our team, players that are going to be yeah. you know, Sutton, Bolton, Nick Bolton, who you know just scored a defensive touchdown in in a Super Bowl. So it's like, it's like why would you not want to be in those games and fill up your stadium? It doesn't make sense to me either. So absolutely, buy That's your season tickets. Buy your season tickets. Uh, we we apparently need to be we need to be getting an advertisement from the ticket <laughs> I know. Uh, we're office not here because we're, we're just <laughs> just running an ad for him for the first ten minutes of this <laughs> podcast, but it's good enough. All right, Skeeter, you sound good. You got a question? Well, just uh, your favorite Mizzou moment. My favorite Mizzou moment. Um. Okay. So my favorite. I always go back to a couple of them. I think the Border War 2007 has to be up there for me because I I was there and it was great and it was exciting. And obviously I was a Mizzou student then. I was a sophomore at Mizzou. So just walking around campus and knowing your team is the number one team in the nation and very well-deserved, one of the best weeks of my life. Obviously I wish we could have beat OU. I think that would be one of the worst moments. But um, that one is great. And then I think 2010, the like the OU game, just being on campus, I think is also one of the better ones. Uh, it was just, you can't even like explain that type of feeling. I know OU wasn't even, I, get, well, I mean, they were good on that day, but it, it wasn't one of their better teams. But yeah, that was also just one. And I got to take my brother, who's not even, he's an Ohio, he's a Buckeye fan. He's actually stuck with the family uh, allegiance <laughs> there, which of course, like, why wouldn't you? But I got to go with him and like, he loved it too. So I think that was really cool. So I want to tell a fun fact or fun story about that OU game is I had, uh, I was on the football team with a kid and his dad was like a massive Mizzou booster. He owns a, he owns a potato factory in Kearney, Missouri. Um, and he, we'd gone to the Miami, Ohio game that year, had a good time. And his dad's like, you know what? I like you. You're a good kid going to the OU game. You should come along. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, let's go. Let's go. And, um, I was going to go with him. And then Joe, I don't want to say his name. Sorry. He got a, he got a hot date that night and decided to go on that sort of the game. And then his dad took his bro- other brother and his friend instead of me. And I never forgave him for that. Cause I was senior in high school. I was, I, you know, had no connection to go besides that. And uh, I've always been a little upset about that. So, fun fact on that game. I was supposed to be there. If it makes you feel any better, which it probably will not, um, my brother played on that Smith Cotton team that Carney beat uh, that like year before in the quarter fi- in the quarterfinals. What year? This- he w- he graduated in '09. Go dogs! I was on that t- Carney team. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> Go damn dogs! Well, my dad's obviously <laughs> Smith. My dad was obviously the football coach of Smith Cotton, and my dad, my brother was the starting quarterback. So, but my That's brother fun. got to go to the my brother got to go to the Mizzou OU game. So <laughs> that there is that. <laughs> that was my first game at Pro. Was it really? You told me that. You told yes. me that. Yeah, dude, you wouldn't know. It's such a good game. Yeah. Uh, That's a good we first wanted- game at Pro. For real. We want to be Mizzou fans without the heartbreak. Uh, <laughs> we all have moments that stick out to us. What's what's your biggest Mizzou'd moment? Um, oh, my gosh. But there's so many. I think 
like the saddest moments are losing those big games, the ones that like would have taken you over like over the edge, which is obviously losing OU, I think in the 2007 Big 12 championship is one that I just remember because I specifically remember I lived in my sorority house in Mizzou. And, you know, the other sorority girls just don't care as much as I do. And I, I remember calling my dad and just like crying and I'm just like, it's not fair. And then I cried him again when the, when KU got picked for the Orange Bowl, also crying that it wasn't fair um, because it wasn't and they shouldn't have been picked for that game. Uh, I don't know if that one or 2013 hurt more because I was at in Atlanta for that game. Uh, and we're like, we're trying to go out and like have fun. And all these Auburn fans are like, oh, at least you tried. No, oh, like, I, you guys know me. Like, you know, I just cannot. Like, I was trying It's to impossible to have a good time after that. It's impossible. Oh, and I was trying to hold it together and like, be nice. And, you know, like, and I just did not want to talk. And everyone's like, it's okay. And I'm like, it's really not okay. <laughs> like, I'm really not, mad in this not, Nothing's moment. okay after that. <laughs> Nothing is okay. I'm so mad. We just no. let Trey Mason run, like, for a million years. But both of those were um, really sad moments. I think when you think of, like, Mizzou moments, you think of, um, like, 2012 um, at Allen Fieldhouse when Phil Pressey was fouled or not fouled. Um, yeah. I think you, you think of the Kentucky game last year with the roughing the punter. I mean, those are like, those are like Mizzou moments. Like you think of, I, I was too, I don't remember the fifth down. Obviously I've watched it. Um, I don't remember it in the moment, but I've watched it, but it's just like those moments that make you like think to yourself, there's gotta be something good coming. And yeah. that's what kind of holds you, like a hold, makes you hold on as a Mizzou fan. That like good karma has to be coming. So, right. <laughs> it, yeah, and I agree with that. It's funny you say that. I want to circle this whole podcast on this whole thing on the outdoor side. As we talked to Noah Carter's dad, Joe Carter, and he said that he missed his first couple bucks bow hunting, and that's what like made him like an addict and have to get like really like, oh my god, this is my thing. And Mizzou fandom, I think, is a similar thing because – and I, I can go with most of my teams on that because the Royals sucked for most of my life. The Chiefs were really bad for a while. Mizzou never has gotten to the zenith like the other teams have. But I think watching all those bad years and all those bad things happen are really what lock you in. Like, you almost become yeah. indebted to this team, you know? You can't give up now. Like, we've already seen the worst the worst. There's no, there's no point in giving up now. And we've had the taste of the highs. Yes, we've gotten so close. That's the thing that people don't realize. I think some people do. I think some people have been like, oh, my gosh, those Chase Daniel years were so good. And then I tell them, I'm like, that's when I was in school. Like, I was there 06 to 10, so I got the Elite Eight and the Chase Daniel years and the Jeremy Macklin years, and I got that that excitement. And then, obviously, the, the 2013 and 2014 years where we played in the SEC Championship. So we got the taste of it. And so it's almost like when people – will badmouth us and be like, well, you're Missouri, you've never won anything big. And we sit here and we're like, well, I don't feel that way. Like I sit here and yeah. I'm like, I've, I've felt like we've not been as bad as some people yeah. might say that we have been because we've had those moments of almost. Yeah. So no. I've, I've watched my team play for the big toll championship here in Kansas city. I've seen them on TV in Atlanta twice. Like it's, I've seen plenty of, 
we're close. We're really close. But that's – I mean, it's a lot more to be said about other teams in the SEC who've never been to Atlanta in the last – I don't know. I'm 30 years old my entire life, you know. <laughs> Ever. But they talk a lot of ish on us, so it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. They know, they know who they are. Yeah, they know who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, Maggie, you get to pick one national championship for Mizzou. What sport are you picking? Oh, football. Without without right. a doubt. Um, don't tell CY or Coach Gates that, but <laughs> <laughs> So but I'm a football girl. I'm a football yeah. girl. Like my dad and I watched film growing up and like I helped him with playbooks and you know what I mean? Like I missed out on a lot of things with my dad growing up because football was such a thing. Like my you know, my dad's in the Missouri Hall of Fame for fo- like it for high school football, so that's just I'm always gonna pick football. And football right. is king. It just is. Are you the little girl from Remember the Titans? Yeah, that, I'm Hayden that... Pinatier from Remember <laughs> the Titans for the sure. Titans. <laughs> the amount of times I've gotten that comparison, <laughs> and like, I thought I was going to get kicked out of a lot of football games when I was younger. Funny story. It's not so fair, Daddy. <laughs> when my dad um, coached down in southern, like southwest Missouri, kind of close to Arkansas, um, we were in the state playoffs, and my mom, for some reason, got a babysitter for me and my little brother. My sister was a little bit older, so I think she went to the game, and I was so upset about it, like, throwing a fit, and I, like, called my friend, and I'm like, can I, pl- like, can I please ride with you guys? Can I please ride with you? Didn't tell my mom. No one had cell phones back then. So, like, my friend's mom came and picked me up and, like, drove me to the game, and I just, like, show up in another town. Like, the babysitter just, like, let me go. And my mom was like, what are you doing here? We definitely never had that babysitter again. <laughs> like, Go get the car. It's, it's fine. You're what you want. Yeah. Your dad's just, the coach. It's all right. Yeah. It was, <laughs> but I had to be there. That that was back when your dad was at Monette uh, yeah. going up against my hometown favorite Seneca Indians. Yeah, probably. Probably getting. Well, this game, I think that was probably a, a later game. I think we beat the we beat Aurora in this game. But we probably okay. lost to Seneca later. <laughs> what What is your favorite outdoor activity? Or half Mizzou, half outdoors here? Oh, my favorite outdoor activity? Is that what you said? Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> let's see. I do like to hike. I like to hike a lot, actually. Um, there's a lot of good hiking spots over here in St. Louis, which is uh, where I'm located in case... You couldn't see oh, that. Your head was perfectly in front of that STL. Perfectly blocked. <laughs> blocking my STL. I, um, I like to do that. Uh, if I'm traveling, obviously, I like to, you know, explore beaches and things like that. It's funny because whenever I was thinking about go- going on this podcast and the, talking about, like, hunting and things like that, which I do um, love game, like, eating game and stuff like that. But I'm more of, like, a gatherer. Like, I like, <laughs> I have, like, a jalapeno plant. And like oh banana yeah. pepper plant and stuff like that. My dad like gardens too, and he always brings me like fresh ingredients. So I like to cook with like outdoor, like fresh ingredients and stuff hey, like that. So that's part of it, right? That's that's my house right now. Is my uh, my wife has got she has overtaken half the backyard. What time we long to mow? Because I'm mowing around all our plants. But we've got sweet <laughs> corn back there. We've got jalapenos. All kinds of stuff. Um, also. Table, the hiking is great, especially those hunters out there, fishers out there, fishermen out there. When we go to Colorado, I just I just put my kid next to me in the like in the water. She's playing in the water, it's great. I'm fishing, fly fishing, and then my wife just walks around the mountain behind me and then everyone's happy. 
And yeah, that's the absolute was... best. Because she's not really in a fishing. She's not really in a hunt or anything. But just, like, go explore that mountain over there. And we'll sit here and fish. So it all works out. It's a great outdoor activity. Yeah. I like to kayak, too. There's not, like, a ton of places you can kayak around here. But there's a few places, like, a little bit out in West County here that you can kayak. I like to do that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. So. Do you ever go down? Do you ever been to, like, the Steelville? That river down yeah. there? What is the Merrimack? Uh, is, is it the Merrimack? What is it? What am I thinking uh, of? I went last year, actually. I went. I it was the Huzzah. first time I'd ever been down there, and I floated down there. That's a good and one. It was. It was good. It was interesting. It was like eight miles. Yeah, of floating, which is so. I don't know if that's normal, but it no, seemed like a long. It's like super, a long time. super long. So usually, okay. <laughs> me and my wife, we go down to like the by the, like almost like Joplin and stuff. You know, down oh, that way. Okay. So I got uh, one of my companies that I distribute. They did a, a thing down at Huzza, and I was the only guy from the Kansas City branch to go because it was all too far of a drive. I was like, no, I get three days off work. Like, we're going to go, like, float. Of course I'll do that. Because um, way closer to you guys in St. Louis is all other St. Louis guys. But, yeah, it is. That's a great river. That's why I asked because I knew you were from that side. You might have been down there. But I really, really enjoyed that one. Yeah, we did, like, two. We did two nights there. They have, like, cabins. You have to book it pretty far out. Mm-hmm. and we went for a friend's birthday and we had a lot of fun it was very very hot that weekend but we had a blast see we went like in september it was the weekend we lost to boston perfect. college in overtime you remember that game yeah yes so sure i show up at all mizzou stuff because that's just what i wear like my wardrobe is just mizzou clothing and all the st louis guys first of all are just bust my chops like oh, i thought you guys were okay you that's what i got for the first 20 minutes so after that we're all bros and like <laughs> The whole time, everyone's like, we're beating Boston College, beating Boston College. And I'm just, like, cocky as hell. I'm like, dude, we're beating Boston College. Like, we're beating Boston College. Like, ain't no thing. And then it was a thing. And we lost to Boston College in overtime. That's a Mizzou moment. <laughs> that is a Mizzou moment, for yes. sure. Mizzou. I was getting way too confident about everything. <laughs> that, yeah, it's fine. That, it's that fine. Wyoming, Wyoming 2019 Mizzou moment. Oh, my God. I know I'm taking all the time up. But I threw a watch party at my house for that game, and in the description I said, come over and watch us beat Wyoming's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, no! <laughs> the delete, whole thing. delete, delete! <laughs> right? I was like, like I was my wife, like, why would this happen to us? <laughs> well, Maggie, we appreciate you coming on. We know you got uh, some errands to go run, but go ahead and plug yourself where people can find you in case they don't know where you are. Yes, you can find me uh, on Twitter, if you don't already follow me on Twitter, at Maggie L. Johnson. Um, You can also, we're not really recording right now, but you can find our podcast on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. It's uh, at the Kansas City Sports Network, and it's Mizzou. That's who. Good show. Everyone's to it. Good stuff. Gabe's on there. They have to talk him out of being so serious. It's great. Thank you for coming on. We, we enjoy it. Thanks for having me, guys. For sure. Enjoy the rest of your night. I will talk to you soon. Go to M I Z. Z O U. There we go. All right. Hey, Brad. Whoa, Whoa hey. we just got hacked. Whoa. That's not what you want to see pop up on your screen. <laughs> that is exactly what I want to see pop up on my screen. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the general, the five-star general of Mizzou MMA, 
Brett Sarver. How you doing, buddy? I am doing excellent. How are y'all doing? I'm afraid. Maybe one more intro. Maybe the most hated man in the state of Arkansas. <laughs> I mean, Skeet probably hates me too. He's living down there amongst them. <laughs> Brett, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. Good, Surviving good, good. the week. Surviving the week. Good to hear. All right, Skeeter. Um, so last time we had John, we didn't. I don't know. I don't think we got into the man, the myth, the legend enough. And that's what I want to do tonight because, uh, Brett, whether you like it or not, you have become the face of our internet fan base. Like, you are Mizzou on the internet. I'm just a dude that talks way too much crap and then, for whatever reason, let my face and name be on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's part of it for sure. Uh, they, def- they definitely, that's part of it. All right. So I'm sure scares me ask, but I'll ask it. Uh, Brett, I, I know you personally, we're really good buddies, but tell for the listeners what, uh, how you became a zoo fan because you're not, um, you, you bounced around a lot as a kid, right? So you weren't always, yeah. in, always here, right? Yeah. So that's actually kind of what led me to becoming a, uh, Mizzou fan. My dad was a beaker and I was born in Lawrence. And thankfully, we didn't stay there long. But uh, we moved around growing up about every two years. And we ended up over in uh, Versailles, Missouri for a couple years. And from there, we went to uh, Red Bay, Alabama. So we get to Alabama, and uh, I had always liked sports and played sports and my best friend there was a uh, was a tide fan so i adopted the tide then just because hey that's what uh my friend was so i'm be fans with him like i remember in class they had like a project and you were either like decorating and cutting out a auburn tiger and coloring it and putting it on the wall or a elephant for alabama and they were like keeping track of how many kids in each class were uh were one of fans the fan of, of each team oh my god that's it was funny. a big thing yeah but uh we moved from red bay down to a uh, poplar bluff and this was well before like cell phones were common for kids and all and so every time we had moved there's no social media like to keep in contact you're writing letters and I was not much of a letter writer, so (laughs) there was not much content kept. So we got to Missouri, and I was like, well, little like fourth grade Brett Logic said, uh, you know, I'm probably going to move here from here before too long, but instead of like just losing all my friendships and all, like I'm going to adopt something from here, and that's going to be like just i'm taking that with me and that ended up being uh mizzou sports so i was just like watching sports and i was like i live in missouri now again i see missouri on the tv that is my team now that's so so cool so in your uh, disappointment of my father (laughs) well yeah but i mean it's it's cool because uh mizzou kind of became your um your anchor something to hold on to like you yeah you'd bounce around so much as a kid that you really didn't know you know they don't have anything that felt yours and normal kind of mizzou became your your thing 
which is funny again because your dad is on the opposite side of that. But uh, yeah. no, I mean I think that's and really cool. And that's even honestly funnier. Like once we moved to Missouri that time, we ended up being there for like ten years. Moved again to another place in Missouri where my family's still at, and they've been there for honestly ten years and like a month now. So ever since then. My family's been in Missouri, so ever I'm since you adopted the hometown team, that you, was uh, my. <laughs> that's that kept you home. Well, that's awesome, man. We're glad we're glad you're here. We're glad you're on our fan base for sure. And Gotta be scary just, if you were the opposite one. Yeah, just we the thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Never that. We never had. Brett, you still there? Yeah, yeah you're good. I just cut you off. You're good. Okay, well, you were frozen on my end there, case, but uh, just thank. Fourth grade year old Brett made a decision to where instead of you being happy with it wins, you could where at eleven win season you would be mad. You know, you you changed your happiness level by leaving Alabama and choosing the zoo. See, I didn't I didn't think that far ahead, and when I started, like fully paying attention to sports and kind of like keeping track of and having like some sort of knowledge of what's actually going on was probably about a 2005, 2006. And so I got there great then. right at the perfect time. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, this is normal here. And Bama hadn't been that great then. So you could have argued no. that I was making an upgrade then. And you absolutely were. The Brody Crowell era was nothing to write home about for Bama. Brody Crowell was nothing. Not hold. No. God, no. Who well, was it? Jim Moore Jr. back then? The head coach? Yeah, it might have been. Or um, what's his face? Who's Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think it might have been Jim Moore Jr. I think you're right. That's pre-Saban. Yeah. Uh. I remember, I remember watching Alabama in the first national championship, the one in the, in the recent era, obviously the one with before that, and the most recent one when they Colt McCoy for Texas got hurt, like in the first play, and then Alabama just like won on a default. And I remember watching that game rooting for Bama, being like, "Yeah, man, someone new. I've not seen this team in here before. Like this is kind of, this is exciting. This is new." And then monkeys Paul curls, and I watched them every championship for like the rest of my life. So. Kind of what happened with uh, Georgia a couple of years ago when they're playing. Yeah, playing yeah and people are like, yeah, we want that new team to win, and here we are. Well, it Clemson is. was the same way. I remember watching Clemson yeah. in their first one being like, yeah, new team. And honestly, before Clemson got on this recent run, it's kind of they're kind of a fun story because they weren't they weren't much different than Mizzou was. You know no, what I mean? they were not good. They were about what we were. Uh, I've got a book. I've got a Paul Feinbaum book that uh, I bought when we joined the SEC because I was like really gung-ho on the SEC stuff. I didn't know that everyone was going to hate us once we got here. Um, But it's funny because it's written right after Mizzou joined. And one of the things it says, it goes, um, it's like Missourians would rather watch Mizzou beat Tennessee than watch the Chiefs lose to the Jets. Uh, You know, South Carolina's want to watch the Gamecocks destroy Clemson for the tenth time in a row. Not a uh, not you know this something else. And I was like, oh man, that Clemson one didn't hold up. They uh, besides last year, they absolutely have owned the Gamecocks for like the last decade. So that yeah. one 
fell off pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite Mizzou moment? So, probably my favorite moment was uh, beating Kansas at Arrowhead in 07. Because that was Thanksgiving weekend. We always did a Thanksgiving at my grandma's house. So, that was... My whole family was there. We're all watching the game. And I'm there celebrating. My dad's sitting there just silent and angry. (laughs) (laughs) Then I had uh, some Wildcat, K-State Wildcat uh, members of the family sitting there, probably just booing after every play because they don't like either team. (laughs) (laughs) So can we sidebar real quick, Skeeter? I'm sorry. Uh, Brett runs tailgate and he's so graciously brought me in on it. I say I tailgate, but I don't. I just meet up with Brett and I just help the party go. <laughs> um, so everyone that listens to the podcast is always welcome at Brett's tailgate. I say mine, but it's Brett's tailgate. But for the K State game, which is going to be a big one, Brett, can you explain what that tailgate's going to look like? Because uh, while your dad's a beaker, your family is very purple. Yeah, I've got. Uh... K-State family, I've got my dad, who's a beaker, and then I guess mom just claims it because of him. Um, Come on, mom. Got an aunt aunt and uncle that are Razorbacks, and so their family are Razorbacks, and then pretty sure I still have, like, one uncle just holding out with, like, some random tiny school in Kansas. I don't even know what they are. He's an Emporia State. He's an Emporia. What the hell are they called? He's an Emporia State Hornet till he dies. Damn it! Yeah, like I'm it's something. Like sorry, that. I'm going to late school. <laughs> but no, you were telling me because me and you, me and me and Brett text about tailgating about three times a day. Yeah. Um, and you were saying like, hey, get ready. There's going to be a ton of purple at this K State game. And I know on Facebook because when we lost to them, and you like. They were tagging you and just shitting on you after after we lost. So they're gonna they're gonna be there. It's gonna be a battle. That's why we need everyone to come join up so we're not over flooded by Brett's K State family. It's gonna be a gonna be a tall tailgate. Absolutely. <laughs> the the early kick kind of makes me upset though. That's stupid. Yeah, I was disappointed in that. I, I really hoping for a three o'clocker on that one. Um. Oh, I got some more stuff. I want to talk to Brett about tailgating on here because we need tailgating is is the coolest. Um, what is your favorite tailgate uh, dish? What's what's your go to tailgate food? Dude, I just like burgers. Like you can't go wrong with a fresh burger. Can't go wrong with a burger. Um, brats though. We do a lot of brats over there as well. Uh, got the flat top this year. So I bought a I bought a Blackstone. So we're gonna have to crank that out and do some stuff on that. Pretty hyped about that this year. All right, Scary, you go back to regular questions. I just want to talk about tailgating for a minute. What? I, I was just gonna have everybody that doesn't know Brett go and give your burger versus steak take. Mm. I forgot about this. It's not even a hot take. It's just the simple truth. A good burger is better than a good steak. Oh, I don't agree with that at all. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I always forget Bresson doesn't like steak. That's why it's right because I wanted to, when he Brett come uh, came and hang out a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to go to some steak places, and I was like, well, there's absolutely no reason for that. <laughs> it's not his thing. Um, Brett, why do you think that? I'm just I'm not a fan. Never have you been a fan? How do you get your steak cooked? However, like I've tried so many different steaks from so many different places and everyone at those places is like oh you you just don't like it because you've not had it cooked right we'll take care of that that's what i was gonna say yeah i've heard that spiel before oh my god still don't like this never never all right because like my wife wasn't a huge steak fan but her she'd been getting them like uh like well done her whole life and then she tried one medium and she's like holy crap this is great so i was hoping maybe that was it um i don't know what okay. get you on some deer steak yeah i don't know some uh backstrap yeah i'm pretty good do you like yeah. s- smash burgers or do you like like a giant thick burger better um depends no give me an it. answer <laughs> <laughs> give me an answer brett <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinion. All right, what's your favorite burger place? Barna, um, Columbia, everywhere, anywhere. Shoot, I keep going to that 1839 across the road from me. Holy crap. Yeah, plug 1839. You are their best customer by far. It's like I'm there not as often as I wish I was because that costs money, but dadgum, that is a good burger. 1839, if anyone from this, like, hears this, you need to give Brett a sponsorship. Uh, I've eaten there numerous times only because Brett's like, that's where we're going. That's the spot. That's where we are. That's where we need to go. And I haven't led you wrong. No, it's time. it's actually really good. It's a really good spot. Um, post-game South Dakota, that's where we're going. We're going to go there, and then we're going to stumble back to your apartment. That's the plan. It's a good spot to stumble from. Absolutely. Yeah, you're really close to it. <laughs> Um, All right, Brett, your least favorite Mizzou moment, like the the one that cuts the deepest. See, I'm honestly not sure if I have one. Like, there's no sort of Mizzou pain, like, so engraved in my memory. That, uh, that 2012 team lost in the tournament when I was at a golf practice, so I still haven't even like seeing that game i just had someone come up to me and was like can you believe that and i was like what happened showed me the score and i'm like no i don't believe that <laughs> we don't need to see that yeah you have no reason to watch it don't ever go back I will never be proven wrong no one can give me proof that we lost that game yeah no reason um, to the way we lost to auburn last year was so just incredibly stupid that it was more comedic than anything like we pissed off the football gods that day yeah it was like there is obviously something else working against us here so there's there's no point in being mad about it i'm just gonna watch it happen and laugh (laughs) absolutely oh my god absolutely and so so, yeah your your tweets to where you're Mr. Optimistic actually is you in real life. It's not sorry. Yeah, no, that's 100% how I like think and view things. Like, I don't want to 
I don't have any interest in someone telling me, like, here are the 50 different reasons we're going to lose to South Dakota. Like, <laughs> I, I have no need to listen to that. That just annoys me more than anything. Like, purposefully trying to find reasons that something's going to go wrong. Like, that's just... I'm looking at, and the way I see things is, if you're going to get to whatever goal you have, what steps do you need to have happen to get you there? And so that's just how I'm always viewing and interpreting stuff, like when it comes to how I view the programs or anything like that. I mean, honestly, that's, uh, I know some folks, some folks give you a lot of crap about that. Even, um, I think Mazodcast has mentioned you once or twice as being too pot and power Mizzou. There's posters on there who don't, don't like you because of that. Uh, but I'll be honest in this extremely pessimistic fan base. We're a part of you are, uh, you're kind of a, you're a nice change of pace. You know what I'm saying? Beacon of light. Beacon of light. I do. I really respect your stuff, what you say, Brett. And, your trolling is grade A. Um, you got picked up by some. You pulled up on my Facebook one day, like some random college football kind of Facebook had taken your uh, your troll of a uh, SEC predictions and was like, "Mizzou fans are crazy." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like I, I don't even remember who sent that to me. Someone just sent that to me and was like, "Well, look, you made it here." I was like, <laughs> "I don't even." No, like, you you are a huge personality for us. It's 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 kind of crazy. Um, but no, I like I was saying, it's sometimes we need some more positive fans in our fan base because man, we can get we can get real pessimistic real fast as a as a whole group. There, we but have like I, one punt in a game in the first quarter, and you have oh, like it's over. ADDMs like blowing up every group chat you're in, talking about how the coach needs to be fired. Like, yeah, calm down, guys. It's still have a game being played, and that uh, sounds like. Tell relationship with sports than what I have endured in my lifetime. I need to take the lessons. I feel like I feel like part of me roots for Drinkwitz to succeed for two reasons, and one is because I want to prove everyone in their own fan base wrong. But also, how fun is it going to be when Drinkwitz is being snarky and we're winning? Like if we win ten games and he's that snarky jerk in those press conferences, like it's gonna be so much fun to watch other fan bases get like upset about this. Oh yeah, like, I love that about. I him. can't like it's <laughs> wait for that. It's the perfect personality for a Missouri football coach. Well, I, yeah, like, I agree. No one cares about Mizzou, and everyone would just want to like push you over to the side. You need someone who is very open about the fact that they don't really care what everyone else thinks or yeah. how they view like what your program should be and is going to try and like build it up to compete with everyone. Right. And God bless Pinkle, but he was like super like, what's the term I'm looking for? He just let everything like slide on and slide off. You know what I mean? He just did his talking on the field, which is cool. But man, like I get upset as a Mizzou fan that we get like left out of every conversation and kind of crapped on. And then, you know, Drinkwitz gets one coach has one bad thing about him and puts a Darth Vader mask on. The next time we beat him, he comes out with a lightsaber in his press yeah. conference. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like, I get that. Like, I respect that because, man, I feel I feel like we're constantly getting, you know, disrespected. And he does too. He takes that personally. He's not just like, yeah. oh, it is what it is. 
I feel like he represents our, I feel like he represents like kind of the fan base well. And I know a lot of folks are kind of off the drink with bandwagon right now, but he's still my guy. I'm still riding with him, man. Like, I think, I, I just want him to succeed so damn bad. Oh, yeah. It would be so much fun to just watch him go off. Like, especially after you have guys just completely misrepresenting things that he says and just oh. putting that out there. Like, yeah. You wouldn't do that to Nick Saban. No. Like, you, it's obviously Hell. like a, you just don't respect yeah. him. And Brett, let's I go would, down the ladder. They wouldn't do it to Billy Napier. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, Saban's, you know, up here in the SEC. Let's go down like mid-rung. They wouldn't do it to him. They respect him so little, they pull that crap. You know what I mean? They know they yeah. can get clicks. Yeah. They know they can get all the Tennessees, the Arkies, the Floridas, the world to be like, oh, drink what sucks. She's an idiot. Because the, the Arkansas AD said something much worse to that effect about NIL, and it got like a hundred retweets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just it's just obvious that you can get clicks from crapping on them. It's fun to crap on Mizzou, and uh, we've got we got to do some winning to really shut them shut them up. Because even our players were coming to drinks defense during that. Like even like guys like Realist and Carnell were like, "Whoa, this is this is not at all what he said." You know what would be awesome if they did the national championship trophy like the Stanley Cup, and each member gets it a day in their hometown, and Drinkwitz <laughs> brings that down here to Alma, Arkansas, twenty <laughs> minutes from me, and totes it around and throws it in front of all the Hog fans' face. That would be epic. That would be great. Not sure that town would exist after that day. It might not. It might not. It might be a nuclear war zone at that point. Which, Just to be fair, to me. I mean, all good college rivalries start with burning a town down. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, they do. Okay, um, Brett, you get to pick one national championship for Mizzou. What sport you pick and why? Um... I'd want to say football, but I'm going to say basketball for a couple reasons. One, it's that run of games throughout the entire tournament. Like, that's an experience, whereas college football, it's kind of spread out a bit more. College basketball, you hit the tourney and it's winning a couple games on a weekend and then the anxiety builds all week, you do it again, and then suddenly you're in, like, completely uncharted territory and cases over there, like, crying on his couch on the verge of a mental breakdown for a week. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's, a real, it's a real thing. I don't know. <laughs> then you get the, uh, the One Shining Moment video after. Like, those are always very full of the... Uh, the winning team and I think just getting a bunch of like really good Mizzou moments in that would be a lot of fun to look back on because college football doesn't really no other sports really have something like that where it kind of covers the uh run there and those are always fun videos I think to go back and look on and see what teams were doing what runs and where all these random players that you're suddenly seeing in the NBA like appear in them. Yeah. So. 
and you make a good point. You get like so much more of it. College basketball is uh, it's fun because that run in the playoffs is like a thing everyone everywhere is a part of. Like you go to every bar and they have that turned on. That's what everyone's glued onto. Every game is just going throughout. It's much more group experience. Well, it feels like college football. So what you win, you play your your conference title game, and you play one playoff game, and you play another one. And it yeah. seems like much more individualized, boom, 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 as the the whole thing. It's just it's, it's a bigger experience. You're right. It's a lot of fun. I totally get that. Someone, someone, uh, one of my customers told me he's a big Mizzou fan. And this is back when the year after the Porter, when Michael Porter came, got hurt, and then we you know lost. And he was like, "Man, we got to get back to playing a March March Madness quite a bit." Because he goes, "There's nothing more fun." Than just hanging out with your buddies all day, watching basketball, waiting for your team's basketball game, and then watching more basketball after that. And that is something. Uh, bowl, now, bowl season is a ton of fun. I love bowl season, but those games are, you know, some mean more than others. Those games, yeah. everything means the same, and you're just, everything's on the line every game. So I get totally what you mean on that one. Yeah, those were like growing up, I would, there was probably like a four or five year streak where I would uh, make myself sick and miss school with like <laughs> stomach flu or some nonsense for yeah. a week and it was either conference championship week or the first couple rounds of march madness and i was not at school during that i was laying on the couch at home watching as much basketball as i could so i'll tell you something fun about being a student at carney when i was there was um my in eighth grade my social studies teacher was uh mr nutter mr nutter had just played at he played at mizzou during the brad smith era at safety and um we were in like these weird pod things so they mixed up like a third of all eighth graders in like these pods in this in the the wings and stuff and um teacher crossway in a pod she was english teacher and she went to ku and both teams were in march madness and you could go and they would let you switch classes because they would have their respective team game on on the projector on either one. So if you're a Mizzou fan, you go in Mr. Nutter's class and do your study hall time, watch the game. And if you were a KU fan, you'd go over there. And we just had kids like shifting back and forth to where they would go. And I remember that being so much fun that they would like let us go around and wa- like watch the games like that. So on the border over here, there's some kind of fun stuff you do. But we didn't have to skip school. They didn't want to skip in school, but they, they did let us watch the games while we were at school. Yeah, we took a – my dad pulled me out of school, and we went down to the Big 12 championship when I was in, like, fourth or fifth grade. So I missed, like, two days of school to just go watch college basketball. So oh yeah, that was a good time. I That's the one thing I miss about Mizzou being in the Big 12 was not having that so close to my backyard. If the Big 12 ever screws around and puts it in Texas, then I think the SEC needs to jump on it and put it in Kansas City for a year. That'd be a lot of fun. I think that'd be so much fun. And I I mean, Arkansas well, fans love it, too. They're, they That's easy travel for them. Arkansas and Mizzou would have a good little – Oh, and Oklahoma, too. Oklahoma and Texas would have a good uh, angle yeah. at it as well. Makes yeah, more and more sense, see them Put that on a uh, rotating thing where you go through and hit all the major cities, go like – New Orleans, uh, back down to Orlando, Nashville, St. Louis, Kansas City. Hit Dallas. Yeah. Oklahoma City. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones for sure. Okay, Brett. My next question for you 
this past basketball season, we, we got the success uh, that the program hadn't seen in a long time, but it translated into Twitter and this thing called Mizzou MMA uh, came on. And you were on, I would guess, 50% of the memes and gifts and videos. Give me your, your top three favorite from this past year on the MMA. Um, I don't know if I can... <laughs> the one, the one meme from the entire season that will always crack me up is the uh, "you just made a Mabor mistake." Like that kills me every time. I love that. You just fun. made a Mabor mistake. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't remember any of the others. I like the well. one of Noah Carter with a giant fish, and it says, uh, "Noah just caught this W." That's my personal favorite. The uh, after Kobe took that shot to his eye in one of those home games, and people turned that into a meme. <laughs> when we did the pirate thing for the whole the, like yeah. South Carolina said pirate memes versus Kobe, the entire thing that it was, was pretty fun. Like how quickly people just come up with stuff makes it so fun. Yeah, the MMA is great at that. They're memeing like his eye as the game's going on. Oh yeah. So it's There's, just, it adds something else to an already fun experience of watching the game is you open up a group chat and you've got like all this random bullcrap being thrown around and you're just laughing at it. Like, it's a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, Skeeter made a lot of like uh, team friendly ones that weren't like super offensive and the, <laughs> the, the team used those a lot because some of the ones we were putting out there were just like really like <laughs> vulgar. <laughs> they couldn't <Yeah>. use. <laughs> try, try to be somewhat friend uh, family friendly here. Yeah, uh, you sure were. Yeah. What? Okay, talking about Kobe Brown and basketball being big to you. Tomorrow night's NBA draft. What Kobe Brown meant to you as a Mizzou Tiger going into the league? What was that? What does Kobe Brown represent to you as a Mizzou Tiger league? I think he's just like... I think it's one of those just really seemingly rare nowadays with the portal opening up. Like, I don't think a lot of players kind of understand the fans' perspective. They're able to kind of move around and they can go wherever and it really doesn't matter to them. Whereas we're here this year, we're going to be here in 10 years, we've been here. 10 years before, like, we're very invested in the program and the team, and you'll have players that just don't really either care for that or understand that, and they just leave, go elsewhere. And so it makes it even more, like, special to see Kobe go up and whenever he gets – his name called uh, 
he's going to have a whole bunch of fans all over the state that are going to then be rooting for that team because of him. Because he stayed here even when it wasn't like everything wasn't going well. He's been yep. a couple a uh, couple different NCAA tourney trips, and uh, he gave people the chance to kind of like emotionally invest into him as a player and a person. Yeah, because he didn't leave. Like he stayed here and gave people the opportunity to embrace him and cheer for him. And so that's going to be something that's going to follow him wherever he goes in the NBA. And then people are going to be love to see him anytime he comes back home. Like, I think that's something special there to see. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Do you have a dream landing spot for him? I don't know enough about all the team's like needs and styles to say this is where I think he'd be the best fit at. But for whatever reason, after he declared and I was thinking, I was like, I've convinced myself he's going to end up in Portland. So I'm just rolling with that. He's going to be the missing piece to go get Dame a ring. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You can go up there. Um, Man, I was really hoping he'd end up in. Hope he ends up in Oklahoma City. I've seen that at a few picks in the second round. I just like the Thunder. I think that would be fun to root for them. Release drive from and watch him. One more time, Skeeter. So that's a real easy drive for me to go over and watch them. Yeah, you're pretty. You went to a Thunder game this year, right? You're pretty close. Yeah. 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 Probably the easiest drive for you too. Oh, for me? Yeah, absolutely. I've not been to a Thunder game yet, but I think that's probably the easiest. Minnesota's pretty easy drive, too. But we'll see. I can go see Kobe. I can go watch Kobe play. Well, Case, do you have anything else for Brett? I do have one more thing. Brett is starting something called Fan Sided, and I would like him to explain what it is, uh, give us details of how to reach it, and um, just talk a little bit about it because it's a really cool thing, and I want Brett to pitch it real quick. So it's fan fueled. Fan fueled. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's going to be fan fueled sports, and once there are a few details that we're working out right now, but once we get those clear, I'll come back on the show and share everything. Because cool. right now I want to make sure that I get the actual right stuff out to yeah. people. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you want to give like a journal idea of what the idea is going to be, though? Because it is um, cool. I don't know how much you can share. I don't know how much you can share right now about contracts and all stuff, but I, I, th I think it's a good concept. So it's just going to be a new, a new and unique way to kind of bring fans and athletes, basically the Mizzou community, uh, together, and also provide a. Uh, provide a bit of a service to everyone that's a part of it. And once we get all the details straightened out on the back end, I'll come back in. Okay. Give the whole spiel. For sure. I don't want to get you in trouble or anything, but I think it's cool. And fan-fueled, keep it in your minds, guys. It's going to be a really cool thing. He's kind of shared me some more stuff on there. I don't know what I can share, but it's going to be cool. It's going to be really cool. 
Brett, favorite outdoor activity? We got to ask that before you go. My favorite outdoor activity is going inside. <laughs> that moment, like right when you hit the doorway, you're inside. The air is cool again. Not like sneezing at everything. Like it's perfect. It is hot I, right now, though. I get that right now. I figured you'd say tailgating or being in the stands at Pro. Those are a close second and third. But <laughs> if I could just like tailgate inside, it'd be it'd be perfect. <laughs> Uh, what a dome Pro is domed just a tailgating dome <laughs> yeah yeah just just over the parking lot can i tailgate in hern center there's an idea all right just pull the pickup in hern center i mean no. stuff has been driven into mizzou arena before yes my wife went to high school with that guy <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Uh, Brett, go ahead and plug yourself for people to find you. Um, let me actually check. At Sarver35, I think, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I was going to say, I Sometimes think I noticed it off my head. It's at bsarver35. Had to check because most of the times when I'm not taking myself too seriously, it's at the big BS. But we're not that this time. You coming on? On the talk. I don't know what Skeeter just said. Um, he kind of disappeared. He's kind of disappeared. <laughs> I think what Skeeter was trying to say was, "Thank you for coming on. We really enjoyed talking to you about Mizzou and your fandom." And uh, your whole kind of grip you have on the social media world of Mizzou sports. Hey, back skater. Yeah, there you are. You got you it. Finish. I got it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um. Well, hopefully next week we we have Cole back on. But for now, do you want to finish out the Miz? Z O U. All right. Go Tigers. Sure. Yeah.